0: Podcast.
1: I said welcome to welcome to the dirty sports podcast with Andy Boot the Angel Pray Welcome to Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm Andy Ruther coming to you live from the Smut Studio.
1: In Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey prano. Good morning, Andy. Is it still morning? Yeah, it's still morning. 10.38. Good morning. It's morning until noon. That's right. I learned that. <laughs> I don't know how. I mean, you should have learned that when you were four. Morning, afternoon.
0: Yeah. I think I learned that on this show, remember?
1: Yeah. Well, you learned that noon was noon, and then afternoon. Yeah, you put it all together.
0: It's funny how you go through life and you just don't pick up on shit. Yeah. And then one day it's like boom.
1: Mind blown. I wish more people had the like open-mindedness to realize when something they did like like be open-minded to learning new things. I got to give you credit. I feel like you you are open to new ideas and
0: Thank you, know, you Joe. You, you
1: certainly on this show. I mean, you remember like the Johnny Manziel is gonna be a Pro Bowler? Kobe's better than LeBron days. Well, like well, that well, you, was like uh, <laughs> you
0: love bringing things up. Here's the thing
1: about me. Now you're like now you're just on Twitter like Kobe's a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> just like machine cutting people that Kobe was a rapist, dude. I'm going. I all- remember. I literally remember the first time I said that on the show, and you're like, Whoa, whoa, whoa!
0: What's he's accused. Well, I still don't even know. Here's the thing. I I forever I was saying I don't know.
1: Now you're just throwing Kobe and LeBron bombs into like burning buildings.
0: But then I did I read the Deadspin thing the other yeah. night. Yeah. I was still thinking, "Oh, you know, did, you know, was it consensual what happened?" I read the Deadspin article yeah. which came out October 3rd. Where you're right, where he releases statements where he straight up says,
1: "I thought it was consensual, she didn't, which in other words is saying, but the most important thing is uh he would have never missed those two free throws. <laughs> Kobe fans are unbelievable the the most like has has any fan base been like as lost in the woods as the Kobe Bryant fans just all just like they're all built into like brick buildings of Kobe misses. They're in like bunkers. It's a good question. Somebody put together like a 15 minute highlight of him missing like I free throws that. and big shots and whatever. Yeah, I saw that. And then Kobe Bryant of all people. Maybe if they go 0 and five, I'll come back. Are you crazy? They were awful when you were last on the team. But again, people were dumb. It's it's <laughs> it's it's like your.
0: I loved your tweet yesterday about voting thank you that's to me that sums up this country and i was saying on dent report with jessica michelle singleton i said my goal one day is that no one votes i I go that i and and then we started saying like that's a movie and i was like
1: we were saying basically well the only problem with that is then the electoral college just like decides what they want and they're like well guess we get to fucking choose but, like, if no one voted, I'm talking yeah. not one person. Yeah. Or, like, not even that.
0: Like, let's say, like, 10% of the country voted, yeah. that it would cause. Well,
1: white chicks who need the sticker are always going to vote.
0: Oh, the sticker. You know what I mean? The goddamn sticker, Prano.
1: I voted. I was telling you the other day, it's the political equivalent of Ash Wednesday. Yeah. We get it. You're Catholic. You wipe the fucking dirt off your head now, You have to, you have to walk around all day like that looking like you got mushroom stamped by a fucking coal miner. <laughs> get rid of the ashes. We get it. You're religious. Yeah, man. Everybody be- who approves of priest rape come forward to be mocked. It's going to be a rough couple of weeks.
0: It's coming up. What's that? I haven't I haven't decided how I'm going to treat election day.
1: Oh yeah. Like am I back gonna, to back with basically Halloween?
0: Well, speaking of Halloween, we have to address this. We're going down to San Diego mm-hmm. Saturday for the Notre Dame Navy game. Yeah. Even though Saturday is the 27th and Halloween is next Wednesday the 31st, of course. Yeah. We know everybody's going to be dressed up, but uh-huh. we're not going to be dressed
1: up. No. How's that going to make you feel when we go out? Well, are we going out in San Diego? I don't know. That's the question. I mean, it'll. I, I'll feel fine with it. I, to me, nothing is more embarrassing than the Saturday before, Saturday after people like dressing up. Uh, my rule is, and I've said this year after year on Halloween, if you're adulting too much to go out and get fucking smashed up on a Wednesday in a costume, Then you're adulting too much to dress up in a costume. What are you talking about? Like, uh, well, I have to go out on Saturday because I work. I work on Thursdays. What am I going to do? Like, you go
0: out on Halloween. I can only dress as a slutty nun the Saturday before Halloween. We always have a
1: Halloween party at my Brooklyn place. We had it on Halloween. Yeah. No, That's when you do it. I'm with you. Go out on Halloween. If you can't go on Halloween, you can't go out. So then – Well, look. I joked earlier this year, I'm like, oh, so Halloween's on a Wednesday, so now Halloween's a whole week. We're going to have the people dressing up on the 27th. We're going to have the people dressing up on the 3rd.
0: Look, when you're a, a college student, I get it. I was in a fraternity. We did Halloween the weekend before, the night of. Like, we were college kids. We were looking for as many excuses to get drunk and dress up as we could. That makes sense. But now... When you're in the real world, exactly. So what happens next year when Halloween's on a Thursday? Does that mean people Thursday's are cel- – Thursday's the best day for Halloween. I know, but I'm asking you. Does that mean that then they're celebrating Halloween the Saturday before the Thursday?
1: It's Yeah. I've said it a million times. Halloween is one day. Go for it. Do it. I've dressed up. I can, I can go through a million costumes I've had. Over the years, are you dressing up this year? No, because it falls on a fucking Wednesday, and I'm not drinking right now. And what am I going out to a bar on a Wednesday dressed up? No.
0: Well, we have to address some one thing, one in-house thing, as we're talking Halloween dressing up. I didn't I'm
1: going. You know what I'm. You know what I am for Halloween this year? I'm the uh, I'm the bombs that were sent to all the Democrats. I'm not going off. I'm not going out. I'm not. I'm just not. I'm not really. It's nothing. <laughs> Too soon? Not too soon. If if you're a bomb and you were never you never went off or were supposed to go off, were you really a bomb? Can you call yourself a bomb? Is there's, that fair? Now, uh, are you allowed to be a bomb?
0: I didn't follow this closely. Like saying enough. I'm a
1: runner. I've never actually run. Were any of those? And there's a bunch going on today. Was, were there any of them set to go off? Dude, they're they look like one of them looked like a lightsaber. Like what? Like, but do you know that they weren't sent to go off? Set to go off? No, no. The worst bomb maker in history is went zero for eight. What is he fucking? You know. So they were set to go off. No, of course they weren't. Who who's making bombs and none of them go off? What kind of batting average is that? He's like the Dave he, Roberts of bomb makers. He like never got one right. Like,
0: he's Kike Hernandez yeah. in the playoffs.
1: Never got a single one right.
0: Well, let's get to the World Series. Before we do that, I wanted to say I did not go to Insane Clown Posse last night. Um, look, I you might be disappointed in me. To be honest, I'm kind of disappointed in some of the dirt balls. Because not to name names, but I will but say— But it
1: was all, like the point of the Insane Clown Posse bet. It's the worst. It's like a punishment.
0: I get that. But, dude, I need somebody to film and document the whole thing to embarrass me even more. I mean,
1: selfies.
0: I don't have a car right now. I'm a little bummed because I'll just say whatever dirtball was dying to be the intern. Hold on, hold on. Excuses are like
1: assholes. You apparently have 40 of them.
0: Well, not really. (laughs) Let me just say this. The dirtball who was dying to be the intern in Anaheim, I would have found a way to get down there. I just needed somebody to go with. The only one who put out a valiant effort was Jesus, but he said... We'd be late if we went, because he had to work. He could take half a day. He's the only one who gave a good value and effort. Everyone else, I'm just saying.
1: I, I'd like. I'm to I'm passing the buck here.
0: No, no, no. I'm not passing because because I'm going to end up so doing it. So when's the
1: next Insane Clown Posse show?
0: I don't know. I looked up. No time
1: soon out here. Oh my goodness. I'm going to have Wasn't, to. Didn't they do two in a row? Were they just in like San Diego before that? I am going to have to.
0: Okay, mark my words on this. I will do this bet before the NFL season ends. Okay. If that involves me having to get a plane ticket to go somewhere, drive somewhere, take a train, whatever it is, you
1: have my word on that. Okay. I will hold you to it. Before this NFL season ends, so I have up until the Super Bowl. And by the way, you should probably knock out that Make America Great Again bet during election week. Was that for last
0: football? Se- or was that was that for the 2016 football season?
1: I don't even remember.
0: What was that bet for?
1: I have no idea, but I know you owe me a what was it like a week in Trump gear? That should probably be election week.
0: Gotta wear a people helmet. are
1: going people are gonna think you're a proud boy. I, I'm gonna need you. <laughs> What's a proud boy? The fucking like the white fr- frat guys who everybody is call are calling Nazis. <laughs> um, what if? If you go full Make America Great Again the whole week of Election Day and you also drink milk, whole milk the whole time out of a bottle, like out on the streets drinking whole milk, I will, uh, I'll let you slide on the insane Calm Bossy bet. What's whole milk? It's another like white supremacist thing. Like they're all drinking white milk these days, like whole milk. And apparently, PETA put out a thing that milk has always been like a, Low key white supremacists thing.
0: You can't drink milk now?
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently.
0: They're saying milk makes you a white supremacist?
1: Yeah. Milk and like. Be- basically, you. If you were out in the streets drinking milk, 100% people would think you're just like a white supremacist.
0: Do people understand the definition of white supremacist?
1: People don't understand any. Dude, this shit is all over the place these days. The whole world's coming apart at the seams, definitely America. You know how
0: lucky we are, Joe? I talk about this with my college buddies. Do you know how lucky we are when we went to college? I'm serious, though. What year did you graduate, at Lehigh? 2001. Okay, so I graduated SLU 2005, right, right before
1: you turned the world on its side.
0: Okay, well, let's not bring that up. <laughs> Dude, you know how lucky we were in the golden age. We were, we were the last golden age because you know where everything
1: ended? There's literally white women watching right now. The golden age of what? The patriarchy? <laughs> yeah, sorry. The patriarchy had to shut down right after that. Everything ended. Drink end- your fucking milk, frat boy. <laughs> everything ended.
0: Part of the downfall of also not being able to get away with just wild parties and drunken shit and like getting naked out of nowhere. The iPhone. The iPhone comes out in 2007. Everything changes.
1: Yeah, everything. The camera phone. Just every everything with.
0: Do you know how many? Fo- do you know how many disposable cameras at my frat party? I would go from table to table at frat parties, take the disposable camera, take pictures of my penis, and I don't know if they were girls, disposable cameras, guys, probably
1: all girls. Yeah. You do realize that that would be life in prison now if you just if you just like went. That's what I'm saying. parties and took pictures of your dick with their iPhones and then put them back, you'd be in prison. That's my point. Like, life. Patriarchy, prison. How dare you? He'll probably love it in prison, just being around a bunch of other fucking criminal dudes jerking each other off. Golden
0: age, I'm telling you, we were the last. Like, basically, anybody who graduated from 2000, again, up until the iPhone, to 2006, you're the golden age. College must suck now.
1: Yeah. Can't do anything. Just go. The only thing you're using your phone for is to go to comedy shows and videotape the, this guy's making jokes about rape. I'm, I think I might have to. If I, I think it's time to start a blog.
0: Well, speaking of rape, the Dodgers are down 0-2. Yeah. It's
1: Getting to some sports. Nice sports transition there. It's not looking good. Well, let's – let's uh, – I mean we let's it's the world it's the world series it's it's we're two games in let's look at it from the the wide angle all they've done is lose two games on the road you know so I wouldn't be panic city yet except I mean I hate to say it but Dave Roberts your boy is at this point even Chabelli bailed even Chabelli Shabelli from Shibeli, Sent me a fucking carrier pigeon at, at from six a.m. in Spain. He's like, if we lose this series, I think it's time to move on from Dave Roberts. I literally just wrote, "Are you serious?" Question mark. And he wrote, "Yes." I'm like this is what this is when you decided after Game One of the World Series. Well, I mean,
0: there's a big stat we got to talk about. Yeah,
1: it's ludicrous.
0: So ESPN Stats and Info tweeted out last night.
1: The Dodgers are the first team ever to start not any of their four leading home run hitters from the season for for not just the first game, but the second game. Yeah, and the, and, the, and the way it was, the way it was. I mean, you want me to read it? Yeah, verbatim.
0: Yeah, because I think it's I, to me this is a very not only telling stat, but it shows the thought process of Dave Roberts which to me is just so convoluted In game at this one, point.
1: the Dodgers became the first team ever to not start any of its top four regular season home run hitters in a World Series game, and now they're doing it for the second day in a row. So none of their top
0: four home run hitters started either game. We like to say this on the show and I'm going to say it again. If I saw Dave Roberts, I would say these words. Take me through your
1: thought process. So, Laz has been talking about this on Dirty Slides the whole year that like the the higher-ups and like the computer analytics boys have been running the show. Running the show, which, you know, you can tell that there's some sort of influence. But in the response to some to that tweet, somebody wrote that he actually doesn't make the lineup, that it's a joint decision between him and like the analytics computer boys come together and together. And I'm like, what? the Like, this is a joke, right? That Forget Dave Roberts in game decision. Here's how you know your manager is not qualified to be your manager. He doesn't make his own lineup. It, if you're, like, try telling Buck Showalter, like, we're going to send down some, we're going to send down a lineup, and he'd be like, how about fuck you? Here's a lineup. Hitting first, fuck. Hitting second, you. The rest of the lineup, I'll figure out. Well, I have, a, I have two questions upon hearing this. One,
0: there's what, 30 teams in Major League Baseball or 32? Uh, 30. Okay, so of the 30 teams... thirty. How many are doing this? Cuz this is news to me. I thought always the manager made the lineup.
1: Apparently, yeah, of course everybody did, Andy. I thought that until yesterday. And and
0: my second point is this. These analytics are out of control because who's ma- who's doing these analytics? Some nerd who has never played this. Guys, at a certain point, you have to just make managerial decisions Here,
1: based this on is, experience. This is something I wanted to talk about. The the analytics, the, the trend toward analytics is, it's fine. I love it. I think it's great. Give me as much information as you possibly can. I want all of the facts. I want I want to be able to look at this guy's numbers when it's nighttime. I want to be able to look at this guy's numbers when it's above this degree, when it's below this degree temperature. I want to know the analytics when the crowd is this many people as opposed to this many people. Day games, night games, day after day game after a night game. I want it all. Give me all the information. But then I get to my job as a manager is to digest all of that information. And make a decision. The idea of go of of literally what Dave Roberts does in asking Siri what should happen is where this whole thing goes haywire. So great example game one. Dave Roberts, Baez is in, Baez dominates two batters. A lefty's coming up. So robot Dave Roberts, lefty coming up, must put lefty in game. Lefty, lefty matchup, that's how you win baseball. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. What what that fucking computer can't realize is that Alex Cora is not a computer. So when you go to a lefty, he's going to go to a a righty. So now you just took out a dominating right-handed pitcher, a guy who has just dominated two batters, to get a lefty-lefty matchup, that's not going to happen because now he's going for a righty. So you're taking out your better pitcher to put in a worse pitcher, and now you, don't, you still don't have a righty-lefty matchup. And what happens? That guy hits a home run, ball game over. And it's the same thing as the Giants game. The whole, all Twitter during the Monday night game, Turned into fucking analytics nerds. Well, theoretically, the Giants have a fifty percent better shot of winning if they go for two there and get it. Then if they, you know what that math equation doesn't consider? Momentum. Momentum is a real thing. Yeah. So the Giants just scored and made it a one-score football game. Everybody's jived up. Let's go. One-score game. Defense goes out, gets a stop, get the ball back. Get another touchdown, tie the game, let's go to overtime, let's fucking win it. Instead, that instead of having that momentum, everybody's going like this, boom. You just missed a two-point conversion. Now everybody comes down. Now we're down eight. Now the defense goes out on the field, having just come off an L. Now they have now they have to get a stop. They absolutely have to get a stop, or else the game's over. They give up. Surprise, surprise, they give up a fucking field goal, and it doesn't matter anyway. And guess what? The other thing is it doesn't take into consideration that the coach of the other team is more likely to try a 56-yard field goal up eight versus up seven. Dan Quinn definitely punts there up seven. Up eight, he's like, if this doesn't go in, it doesn't go in, and they still have to come down, get a touchdown, and get a two-point conversion just to tie. If it does go in, we win the game. And that's exactly what happened. So your math isn't considering things that aren't able to quantify in a in a math problem.
0: Do we know that Dave Roberts isn't actually
1: artificial intelligence? No. And and here's the other thing about Dave Roberts. He could be he could really be a robot. I actually think that Dave Roberts is a robot based on one fact and one fact only. Dave Roberts only has a career in baseball right now and name recognition in life for one reason. He was on the bench for the Red Sox in the ninth inning in a series against the Yankees. They put him in a pinch run. He stole second base. They get a base hit. They tie him. They win the game. Blah, 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 blah. The comeback happens. Break the curse. Greatest thing that ever happened in Red Sox history. Every game, Dave Roberts clears his bench in the seventh inning. Clears it. Empty. Nobody. Zero players. Not Breaking case of emergency. Not one guy. Nobody on the bench. If somebody twists their ankle, fucking Baez is going to be playing left field. How is it possible that a human being whose only existence is based on having once been on the bench in the ninth inning doesn't keep anybody on the bench past the seventh inning? It's ludicrous. It's ludicrous. And Dave Roberts has already cost some first two games of the series. And... Yeah. Is it two games on the road? Sure. N- not a strong start. I give the Dodgers no chance of coming back. Zero percent.
0: Zero. Zero. This, this series is done in five games. Max. I, uh, I, I think they're done. And, and I think just watching these games as a guy who I would – a hundred percent say, you know, baseball is, is the sport. We're not I sport I don't like I know I would say I know a lot more about football than I do baseball. Dude, they look I I'm gonna use the word. I think they look intimidated. I, I, I'm so sick of hearing when they're in Boston, oh the weather and, and, and he's and I get it. You guys play in LA. I live here. I get it. Like we're spoiled. It's seventy five degrees right now. It's seventy five degrees every fucking day. Like we don't even have a winter here. Winter's sixty-five degrees. I get it. They play in warm weather all the time, but I mean, they show the bench and they show the dugout. preno. these Dodgers players are dressed like it's twenty degrees out.
1: Well, that's that's just yeah. I mean, I say that every year. Come the World Series now, like you. When I that's something analytics can't tell you. When I look down the bench for a pinch hitter, I'm taking the guy not wearing a neck gaiter. That's that's who I'm going for. Dude, they showed
0: Jock Peterson last night. He had, he had, you know what he was wearing? Did you see this? Not only was he wearing, what's the thing you just said? A neck gaiter. Not only was he wearing the neck gaiter, which a lot of guys were, he had straight up mittens. Can yeah. we talk about this? That red mitten that I have next to my stove, Jock Peterson had blue Dodgers mittens. Go back and look at it. Mittens. Like he was my six year old nephew who goes yeah. and plays in the snow in Ohio. Dude, they, they,
1: Meanwhile, meanwhile, what is Alex Cora doing? Starting the same fucking guys every goddamn day. Every goddamn yeah. day. Yeah. He's like, who's pitching? Oh, turns out I don't care. I don't give a fuck.
0: In fact, if the Dodgers lose game three, then I for sure think it's a sweep. If they lose game three. I mean, it'll be rocking out here on uh, Friday. And I'm sure, that obviously, the crowd will be into it. But, yeah. I mean, and, and not to mention, I mean, look how good the Red Sox are with two outs. Yeah. Just clutch. I think the stat they said last night.
1: The Dodgers have to win all three games here. That's yeah. the thing. They have to. Yeah. You can't go back to Boston needing to win a game. Needing to win both, I mean. Yeah, I agree. You can't. Absolutely can't. So Dodgers have to win all three. If Dodgers don't win all three out here, it's over. At any point, what I don't care if it's game five. I don't care if the Dodgers come back and it's 2-2 and the Red Sox go up 3-2. They're not going back to Boston and winning two. They're not. It's not happening.
0: Well, why don't I pull up my old SeatGeek app, Joe? Let's let's take a look at tickets. Let's see what we got going on here for the World Series out at Dodger Stadium. What do we got here? SeatGeek is a very easy-to-use app, guys. I'm, I'm showing everybody. It's already loaded. Look at that. It's already loaded. Let's look at tomorrow. Game three, SeatGeek. It's a 5.09 Pacific Standard Time. Let's let's put in three tickets because Cutter will be in town. All right. Welcome to the World Series tickets. $416 That's for the incredibly bleachers. Incredibly
1: cheap, by the way, for a World Series game.
0: Is it bleacher seats? It's
1: incredibly cheap.
0: I'll tell you what's even better.
1: I was looking at both Astros and Brewers World Series games before they were there because I was like those two ballparks I haven't been to Sea geek with the twenty dollar rebate right yeah, there wasn't a ticket under a thousand dollars that was that was and that's including standing room only well. I see, like I said, these seats
0: in the right field pavilion, section 310, for $416. The best part, like you just said, if we use that $20 promo code DIRTY, those tickets would cost $396.
1: Seems like we should just go at that yeah, price.
0: Maybe we should just go. Dirtballs, you too can take advantage of this great offer. Just download the Seeky Gap and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your First SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets.
1: Now, we have to buy some Notre Dame tickets on SeatGeek as well. We well, st- Do we still not have Notre Dame tickets we purchased? We don't.
0: And, you know, we're going down with with our old buddy Chad Cutter.
1: And Cutter's going full uh, Braveheart.
0: He texted me again He's yesterday. Like, Hold. <laughs> Hold. <laughs> Hold. Hold. <laughs>
1: like all right Connor.
0: he texted me yesterday again he goes what he goes how many, how many guys have we got going and then he goes do not buy tickets he goes they continue to drop do yeah. not buy tickets <laughs>
1: full brave part.
0: he's all about he's all about us waiting maybe we'll yeah. get him uh saturday
1: morning uh, great i'm excited i've never been to qualcomm i know it's a shithole it's a dump yeah i've been there for a giants at chargers game and i was there for a u2 show Yeah, it's a dump.
0: But we'll be tailgating and everything.
1: Yeah, we'll be tailgating down there. If you're down in San Diego, come out and see us. Uh, Irish versus the midshipmen. There's going to be a lot of naval dudes there.
0: A A lot of us, my brother, always likes to say jarheads. All the Marines, too. Yeah. Yeah, man. You think? I'll be curious to see how split it is.
1: I think it'll be more split than a normal Notre Dame neutral site game because i mean such a military town in san diego yeah you can't go anywhere without some fucking military dude
0: and those guys get fucked up yeah those guys party yeah i'm looking forward to it we'll be tailgating too with our boy damo
1: yeah keep it
0: (laughs) all right i want to play a new game a new game play a new game sure a new game. I thought. How are we would, doing on
1: our time over there, Andy? We're
0: just doing to, good. I've just I've, been, check. I've been paying attention. We okay, we cool. have we have time constraints today. Okay, so you and I have laughed about. Oh, you don't even need headphones oh, for this. Great.
1: Right, because you're going to read headlines. We have laughed about. I was hoping uh, the guy from Black Sports Online would be saying the headlines. Robert Little. Yeah. With <laughs> Who knows?
0: We have laughed about Black Sports Online probably in the last week. I always see the tweets from Blacks. First of all, the name is amazing. Yeah. Black Sports Online. PSO. So, you know what I did last week was I downloaded the app.
1: Oh, my God.
0: So every morning now when I take my morning shit, the first thing I open on my little iPhone, I go to the Black Sports Online app to see what their headlines are. Forget ESPN. Forget NFL.com, NBA.com. You know, CBS Sports, Yahoo, whatever you go to, Deadspin. No, not me. Andy Ruther, I go to Black Sports Online. I want to find out what's going on in the sports world.
1: I'm just happy the editor of Black Sports Online is black. Yeah. I'm glad we don't have a Sean King situation.
0: Shots fired. All right, so do you want me to read? So this is the game. It's not even a game. I just want to read what's trending and what's going on in the world of Black Sports Online.
1: The top headline. We should have done we should have done like three of these are real and one of these is fake, which isn't the Black Sports Online headline. We'll do that for next time.
0: That's a great that is a great game. Yeah. Three are real, three are fake. Okay, so the top one is Broncos. I don't mind this one. Robert, I don't mind this one at all. The headline is Broncos sign QB Garrett Grayson instead of Colin Kaepernick. Now, most Mainstream or sports organizations just say they signed Garrett Grayson. No, he's got to he's got to plug Kaepernick. Yeah, not mad at that. Uh oh, here's here's one of their t- <laughs> here's one of the top three stories on Black Sports Online, and I love he writes or the writer who is, sounds Russian, Yuri Andruniskis, which is ironic, a Russian would be writing right. for Black Sports Online. It says headline to let you know it's a headline. Yeah. Underneath it, it says how Sixers security tried to force a woman to change her outfit before letting her into game. What she was wearing might surprise you. Video.
1: (laughs) This is, I mean, that's a, first of all, it's a 40 word headline. How Sixers security tried to force a woman to change her outfit before letting her into game. What she was wearing might surprise (laughs) (laughs) you. I mean, that's unbelievable.
0: That is a, that is a main headline. What was she
1: wearing, Andy? Well, it's just the video. I don't know. She's wearing a bumblebee outfit cuz oh it's Halloween.
0: All she was wearing was stockings, a leotard and a leather jacket. Okay. So this is the that's, third
1: That's the second headline and
0: in- that's the third headline right now on Black Sports Online. Let's see what let's see what other good ones we got today.
1: I just imagine like if I was the editor of Black Sports Online, I would just take ESPN headlines and then just add bitch at the end. <laughs> Broncos Chad Kelly arrested, bitch. Here's here's again. These are all that's like Breaking Bad sports online,
0: yeah. Bitch, these, it's all like it's gossipy, which makes it. So, yeah. But it's like black gossipy. Yeah. These are all the top ten headlines currently on the on the on the uh, app. The he, oh, this one Robert himself wrote.
1: Oh man, the editor. You know it's a big story when the editor is coming down from the editor suite. This dropped last night at 10:01 p.m. Wow, late breaking
0: news. Side chick goes on hurt Instagram rant about J.R. Smith cutting her off to be a family man and no longer financing her Instagram model lifestyle. In parentheses, PixVids Instagram story. Bro, this guy loves
1: – these are his headlines. I mean, I think – I'm not sure he understands what a headline is. <laughs> That's the whole story. Side, a side chick went on a hurt Instagram rant about J.R. Smith cutting her off to be a family man and no longer financing her Instagram model lifestyle. Pics and video below. That's it. That's the whole story. That's not a headline. What else is? The, can you read the story that accompanies that? Like, here's the story
0: that accompanies that. It says, model so and so was a- hurt
1: that J R Smith.
0: According to sports gossip, a woman who goes.
1: <laughs> I mean, now we're using other fucking, other shit sports sites. According to
0: sports gossip, a woman who goes by Yellow Doll is. According to niggas, be sporting. Assist sister <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're going to get in trouble for that one, Prano. According to Sports Gossip, a woman who goes by Yellow Doll is claiming to be J.R. Smith's former side chick. Miss Doll, what, we're calling her Miss? <laughs> Miss? She, she gets the proper fucking title? Miss Doll is upset, though, that Smith has cut her off now that he is a family man and venting on Instagram. She seems to be upset that Jr. is no longer giving bonuses and her feelings are hurt. And we have in quotes, J.R. Smith has been married. I, I'm,
1: I'm confused why. I'm he, already done. I've yeah, already lost it.
0: I'm confused where he's going with this. And then he's got this big red section. What else we got in Black Sports Online? Okay, here's a, here's another one on their top 10 stories. This was written by Jason Avilas last night at 627. The headline is, Why a soon-to-be father was arrested at baby shower.
1: That doesn't even sound like it's sports related at all. That doesn't sound sports related at all. Was he an athlete? No. no let me just read the first two uh, few sentences. Is it Black Dash Sports Online? <laughs> it's like Black News or Sports News. This is how it starts. And no, this is a news about a Hispanic man. Oh my God, Robert's off the fucking reserve. It was written by a Hispanic man.
0: Also, it says this is a pretty disturbing thing to do. That's how the story starts. I'm already out. Can we tap out on this? <laughs> no, no, we, we got to get one more. I'm telling you, Black Sports Online is where it's at, man. Now, he does have some mainstream ones that we've all seen. The Darius Miles, the thing about John Gruden, the players questioning him. So what's so funny is he goes from why a soon-to-be father was arrested at baby shower, and the next story and back of that is, Twitter reacts Steelers Juju Smith Schuster buying a bunch of Mega 1000000 tickets to get Le'Veon Bell. Dude, hold mean, on, let me let me read let the, me read, I mean, me, the this headline. Is, this is word for word. This isn't me doing an Andy Ruther fuck up. Head word for word. This headline reads: Twitter reacts. First it reads headline. <laughs> Twitter reacts Steelers Juju Smith Schuster buying a bunch of Mega Millions tickets to get Le'Veon Bell come back. I'm not making this up. Do they have editors at Black Sports Online?
1: No. By the way, I like instead of headline there it says NFL because like he's obviously using some sort of blog service that they put something there and you're supposed to change it to like NFL, NBA, whatever. But sometimes he just leaves it as the standard headline.
0: But here's what I have to say after seeing all these, he's got an app. I mean I know apps are not cheap. We need to get an app. Like th- does somebody have 25 grand laying around?
1: I mean I think apps are cheaper and cheaper every day. Are they? Yeah. Cuz he sure as hell not paying Where's pay- our app developer? Dirty Sports app developer. He sure as hell not paying for editors.
0: Anybody he's, Yeah. Anybody to proofread this shit? I'm
1: telling you he's doing magnet fucking poetry. He just has words laying around. And he's like, Siri, put all these words into a headline. She's like, Lotto, Juju, Steelers, <laughs> Mega Bucks, headline, NFL. What if Dave Roberts actually not only manages the Dodgers, he's also secretly putting. The, uh, fucking Robert Little should manage the Dodgers. He'd be better than, than Dave Roberts. I love these. Dave headlines. Robert Little? <laughs> That should be his bench coach situation. It should be a co-manager. Dave Robert Little.
0: Uh this might be my new favorite site. Yeah. It's my new favorite Twitter feed. So go check it out, guys. Black Sports Online.
1: Can you imagine Dave Roberts and Robert Little coming up the lineup together? It was like I think I'm gonna go with uh I think I'm gonna go with Kiki. He's like, Motherfucker, Max Muncy led your team in home runs. Put Muncy in the motherfucking lineup. I have
0: a feeling Robert Little doesn't st- doesn't talk like that.
1: Okay. He, 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 talks like th- he talks like his headlines read? He just leaves out words? I'm
0: going to do my research on him.
1: Yeah. If, I, if if I find out he's white, I'm out on life. I'm out. I don't think he's white.
0: These pictures of him are not white. You never know nowadays, though. Like, right. Is that really him? Right. 2018, man. It's wild. Do you want to talk in the NBA?
1: Sure. What do we got going on? What's the headlines? I mean, LeBron won his first game. Zerpauls hate us when we bring that up. Why?
0: They're they're probably so sick of LeBron talk. Wow. I did. I I will say, I have watched all four games. Yeah. He didn't even play that much. He didn't have to last night.
1: Yeah. They blew out the Suns. Suns stink.
0: Lakers have no defense. No.
1: They're going to struggle for a minute. They'll be. I think they'll be fine, like in the long run. I think they'll be a playoff team, and that's all that matters. Yeah. How many, like what, you know, what seed have other. Have other teams been when they fucking when he's taking them to the finals.
0: Well, to bring it back to Kobe LeBron.
1: Like who was do you remember who the best team in the East was last year? Record wise? Yeah, who's the best team in the East? Do you remember who the best team in the East was last Toronto year? Toronto had the best record. Yeah. And then I believe the the Cavs, I remember the Cavs were a three seed. Do you remember who the best team in the West was last year? Uh Houston Rockets. Yeah. That's it, Rutherisms. If you're paying attention, I just asked him who the best teams in the East and West were last year. He went with the Raptors and the Rockets. Fucking kill yourself. What did did I miss? He came at me because I said the Rockets were the best team in all of basketball last year, which is a very commonly used phrase to describe the team who ended the last year with the best record. He's like, oh, best team in basketball is the Golden State Warriors.
0: (laughs) What did he say? Best team in basketball is the Golden State Warriors.
1: Well, I just asked Ruther who the best team in fucking basketball was in the East and the West. You At no point in my conversation with you right there did you say the names Cavaliers or Golden State Warriors. You didn't. I asked you who was best. You said Rockets. You well, said Raptors. Best records. Yeah. When you talk about it, when you say sure. who was the best team in the East last year. You say the Raptors. Well, you know what? I'll be honest.
0: This this account.
1: I mean, it's not even Rutherisms anymore. It's supposed to be you fucking up commonly used phrases with the wrong words. Now he's trying to jump on people. It's like you're fucking wrong, whoever you are behind it. The best team in the East last year was the Raptors. The best team in the West last year was the Rockets. That's how people have talked about sports for a thousand years. Who's the best team in baseball this year? It's not to be determined. I heard Joe Buck say the other night they had the they the best team in all of baseball this year, and that's why we're starting this series in Fenway. It's how you fucking talk about sports?
0: Yeah this this account whatever, I blocked this account by the way. Yeah, because because of the, the last one trying to get me on was. I'm looking at the tweets. October 1st, apparently on episode 456, I said, that's my one caveat. I'm going to put an asterisk instead of asterisks. It's like, dude, we're getting so nitpicky. Yeah. Like,
1: I see he, you guys went back and forth. Yeah, because he's a fucking clown. I By the way, Rutherism, if you're listening, be sure to listen to the live episode that we did for the Dirty Slides. I asked uh, Andy Lazarus the same thing. And guess what he said? The fucking same answers. Because that's how people talk sports for literally decades. Here,
0: here's some advice. If you're going to do an account mocking, like we were saying, you have to really—you can't, you can't nitpick. Because—
1: Also, forget nitpicking. You can't be fucking dead wrong.
0: Yeah, because when you are going live on a podcast for 90 minutes, 120 minutes— we're going to misspeak. People misspeak all the time.
1: The, like, the, the, like, the best people misspeak. So, Like here's a tip for you, Rutherisms. When you go, when you try to get one from this episode and you go back to when I said the N word, don't correct that I said A instead of E-R because I was clearly doing a quotation of a man acting as if that. I wasn't trying to be racist. You would be like, ah, Prano didn't say.
0: Me saying beat a dead bush. That's a rutherism. That's a rutherism.
1: It's 100% rutherism. Me saying that the Houston Rockets were the best team in all of basketball last year is how people have talked about sporting records for fucking decades. Shots fired. It's just, I mean, it's one thing to even nitpick, it's another to just be fucking wrong and arguing with me about it. You're wrong. Turn off fucking, you know, Migos. And turn on a fucking broadcaster. That's how literally every broadcaster has talked about records forever. Oh, yeah. I'm um, now. Stop, stop watching the game with One Direction on the background or whatever the fuck you millennials have on.
0: I'm sifting through this now.
1: You should get a job at Black Sports Online. These now. aren't <laughs> Rutherisms.
0: These are just ridiculous things I say. Like, I'm looking at. Now I'm looking at these tweets. I have one from March, for, or he tweeted March 14th, episode 39, or episode 399. Uh-oh, reutherism. I said 39 instead of 399. I said, I like watching guys get massages. That's just something gay I said.
1: Yeah. That's not even, I mean, it's not really neither here nor there on your homosexuality. Maybe it's just something you enjoy.
0: But that's not a reutherism. No. I don't, here's the irony. Dude doesn't understand what a Rutherism is, yet he created the account Rutherisms.
1: Yes, Prano's right. Go work for Black Sports Online. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And write stories about Hispanic baby showers. (laughs) That's basically the exact same thing. He's like, I'm here to catch Ruther fuck-ups. This is just something Ruther said. Uh, I'm here to cover black sports. Here's a story about Hispanic man's baby shower.
0: Steph went off last night, man.
1: Yeah. 51 and three quarters. 11 threes. Greatest, greatest shooter we've ever seen of all time. You know what's so great about him is he can go off any night. Yeah.
0: Like that night of 11 threes, that could be him on any given night.
1: He's done it seven times. He, you know he's going to pass Reggie Miller in three point three pointers made like next year.
0: Wait a second. So So you're telling me that Reggie Miller— in the nineties, one of the best of all time, in the nineties when basketball was at its height, is already going to be passed by Steph, who's in what his seventh year, eighth uh, year, tenth. Oh, he's already in his tenth. Okay, it's
1: yeah, ten, ninth, tenth, ninth or tenth year, tenth year, I think. I think this is his tenth season. But he's he's going to pass. He'll he's pacing, if not sooner, to pass Reggie Miller during his eleventh season, I believe. Uh, and in what Reggie Miller did, I think in 19 seasons, 18 or 19 seasons. Wow. Might be 19. He's going to pass Ray Allen not that long after. He'll be the all-time three-point shooter before year 14. And also, his wonder, his percentage is way higher. I wonder if that's a record. He's making 40. I think he's making 43% of his threes in his career right around there. 41, 42, 43. Reggie Miller made 30% of his threes. Wow. Yeah.
0: I wonder if that's going to be a stat though that's kind of like the NFL passing yards where you just you'll keep on seeing guys break it. No. Well, you don't think that'll happen with the three-pointer?
1: Who's who's the guys who's, I don't know. I'm who's, asking. But I'm saying who's making 11 in the game right now? Like Steph's doing it. No one else is doing what Steph does. Clay, I'm but just, like,
0: I'm just saying, do you think it's out of possibility of in the next five years another type of, or maybe a couple type of Steph Curry's come out?
1: I mean, I think, I think a lot of people will pass the, I think a lot of people will pass the Reggie Millers and, uh, you know, the, I think a lot of people will pass the top 10 guys. Yeah. I think it, it's, it will be like passing yards in that the, Steph will be one, like Drew Brees is going to be one, and then the top ten is going to be littered with guys who also played in his era. But I don't think – I think it's very similar to the Drew Brees thing. Like, I don't – I'm not sure Pat Mahomes is ever going to break the fucking yardage record or any of these guys are ever going to be up there because it's a combo of playing a long time and doing it really high. And Steph's just – Steph is the first of that new generation, and he's doing it the best. Yeah. I don't, I don't think anybody's going to come around and do it better. Now, if, if the game – starts being like how much faster can the game be played that's the question like how many points can be scored I think they, I mean they can't really like make it like less of a you know what I mean they've already upped the scoring and they've already I mean unless Ben stiller comes in and he's like five seconds or less <laughs> you know what I mean yeah well look I'm looking
0: we have a limited memory card at this point. An hour and 15
1: minutes Great let's, let's start cruising
0: So we got NFL Sadly I do not think We're going to have time To get to dirt ball calls I did listen to the calls You guys are on deck Coming up In an episode or two Yep 310-359-8365 Is, is Cutter
1: doing a, This weekend's episode with us? I have not talked to him When is he here till? He
0: is uh, I haven't talked to him about that He flies in tomorrow morning And leaves Monday morning
1: Oh So he's doing the next episode with us You, you want him to join us? Yeah Yeah I almost maybe want to just tap out. Let Cutter go for it. No, you Cutter in. talk a lot of golf. Does he do hockey? No. It'll be fucking Midwest white white guy bonanza day. It'll be white sports online. Cutter, you're here. Talk hockey. Talk golf. Talk Applebee's. I'll see you guys next Thursday. <laughs> Cutter doesn't go to Applebee's. I know. I'm just fucking with him. No, I know. There's only hold. <laughs> <laughs> I just need I need a Photoshop of Cutter with the Braveheart paint on. <laughs> Cut. Just, just the other like I need, <laughs> I need that scene cut up where just tickets to the Notre Dame uh, Navy game are charging. Hold me, you and Cutter with fucking spears. Kickoff's gonna be in five minutes, and he's gonna be screaming,
0: yeah. "Hold!" Well, I do want to talk. Wow, I I do want to talk a couple more things before we get They'll to. They'll never
1: take our seeking. kick. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm feeling good, now. Look how fresh I'm looking today in my Flag and Anthem clothes. Looking so fresh. I got my summer gear on.
1: Me too. It's a, it was a warm day. I actually put on a hoodie this morning and took it off before yeah. I even left my place. I got my Flag and Anthem pocket tee, my Flag and Anthem pink shorts. You're going with the, uh, the, seersucker. the seersucker shorts. I have that same shirt. It's a good, solid shirt. Yeah. You know what I like about that shirt? It's a little thicker. It's like a double layer. Yeah. What I'm confused by is you've got the T-shirt underneath. You're going with it. You're, you're layered up today.
0: Oh, the reason is uh, I have some marks around certain areas I was trying to cover up.
1: Excuse me? What's that even mean? It mean I mean, I don't want to sidetrack our flagging anthem. It means... uh Does it mean the other night when we did the live podcast, we were asking you if you were...
0: Going to have a menage a trois, which did not happen, by the way. Uh, but I did meet up with one of the Israeli flight attendants, uh-huh. and she she did come back to the Smut Studio. She was very impressed by the new look, by the way. Really? She had been here before. She had, but she was impressed with the 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 fan. The fan was not here. The two yeah. TVs. Nice fan, fan The carpet. We we put on a little Cardi B. She wanted to listen to some <laughs> Cardi B on Spotify, and uh, she got very. They have Cardi B. She got very aggressive, so. I was like, what am I, 16? Why are you leaving hickeys all over my like, wow. chest
1: and neck? Wow. She's, she's, On your chest. She's very aggressive. Don't mess with the Zohan.
0: Yeah, she's very aggressive. Anyway, she also complimented my outfit that night because I was in full flag and anthem gear.
1: If you want to bang an Israeli stewardess and get. Flight attendant, Joe Prano. Sorry, flight attendant. This is 2018. And get hickeys. I mean, l- let's be honest. They were still called stewardesses the last time an adult got it. Hickey. That's so. a good point. Go to uh, flagganathem.com. Go to Get 25% off. Yeah, guys.
0: I don't want to guarantee it'll get you laid, but it'll help get you laid. Yeah. It, won't, it certainly won't hurt. It, it'll enhance your cause, guys. You're going to look good. You're going to look fresh. And they have a great uh, lineup of fall gear and winter gear, I should say. So go to You can. I think he'll be done with it in a second. Drop promo code DIRTY to get... Twenty five percent off. Okay, before we get to NFL, I think Robert Little's out there blowing leaves. We <laughs> before we get to NFL Week Eight, I do want to bring up this this college uh, basketball stuff because it's important. Three men were now found guilty now in the, in the pay I, for I read play the scandal. Headline. You did,
1: you did <laughs> not read it on you did not read it on Black Sports. On no, TV. I didn't. I read the headline on. Uh, on the rundown, but I didn't click the link. Who were these men that were found, and what were they found guilty of? All right, well, I will read it. A jury... Who's est- your daddy, a, and what
0: does he do? A jury yesterday convicted three defendants accused of pay-for-play schemes to influence high school basketball recruits to attend Kansas, Louisville, and NC State. Okay. They were Adidas employee James Gatto. Your pe- Got him. <laughs> your people. Former Adidas consultant... My people. He's Italian, man. Probably Sicilian. Former Adidas consultant... Merrill Code, and former runner for NBA agent Andy Miller, Christian Dawkins. They were all found guilty on felony charges of wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud after a
1: three-week criminal trial uh, in federal court in New York. I love wire fraud. Are we using wires for anything anymore? It's the most antiquated crime you can be charged with. Well, that just means wiring money, correct? Yeah. I mean, it should be called Venmo fraud. So basically, they were trying to get
0: uh, players paid through some commitment deal. Now, Kansas, who is kind of at the center of this, is one of the teams, is denying everything. Of course they are.
1: Right. The other schools? Louisville's like, bro, at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Louisville's like, we're guilty. Can Can we get all our suspensions in now? But this is what I love about all this stuff. So,
0: first of all, they're all... This is kind of like a, I think it's like coming to a headway, right? All this shit at once. And all these big-time coaches are just denying it. I tweeted this out yesterday from Dirty Sports. This is what Jim Beheim said when commenting on the matter. I could be naive. You know it's going to be great when he says that. But I've been in the college basketball, or yeah, I've been in college basketball for 43 years, and I've never been asked for money, and I've never asked anybody to give anybody money. I'm gonna look in the camera on this one. Forty-three years as an elite college basketball coach. Not what not once. Not once, Jim Bayham not once has a player or a player's dad or his uncle or his mom ever asked for money? Never? And you've never I mean,
1: I feel like this is just a Dear God. You're <laughs> I full feel of like, shit. I feel like it could also just be like a uh, a loophole, like the assisting, they've asked my assistant coaches for money. My assistant coaches have offered money. But I, I'm sitting here, I've never done anything, right? Yeah, exactly. But, come on. Telling me Derek Coleman just decided he was going to go to fucking snowy Syracuse? Or Carmelo? Or, yeah, <laughs> Carmelo Anthony.
0: Where's Carmelo from, Baltimore? Yeah. How do you go from Baltimore to upstate New York? Just saying. Nothing, nothing was involved. But here's the here's another kind of like another addition to the story that's which, which is kind of related, kinda not, but I think it's important to note. Former Syracuse a former Syracuse recruit just signed a one million dollar deal with New Balance. His name's Darius Baisley. Mm-hmm. It's basically an internship. It's kind of an interesting way of, of how they're they're putting it. So Basley was a number thirteen ranked prospect. He was a five star recruit. Yep. He decommitted from
1: Syracuse in March. Wasn't Bayheim retiring? That's what I thought too. I'm confused on when he's leaving. This is a this is some Kobe Bryant Derek Jeter shit. He's just on a fucking ten year retirement tour. So anyway, this Baisley guy, who's a six
0: eight four from Ohio. Decommitted, and now he signed a $1 million shoe company deal with New Balance. He is repped, basically is repped by Clutch Sports, who also reps LeBron. Right. So he's actually not even going to do the G League. He's going to wait, because you still have to wait a year.
1: Yeah, because that hasn't, they haven't made that possible yet. He's
0: going to wait a year, Prano, to go to the NBA draft next year. Right. So, Baisley, this is this is his deal. Baisley will be paid a two hundred thousand dollars base salary annually over five years, assuming he's he is on an NBA roster in his second year of the league. And every year he's in the league, he gets two hundred grand from New Balance. So he made this move to obviously make some money. And uh, Bayheim yesterday said LeBron did a nice job helping his client. Well, he's technically not LeBron's client, right. I think. I don't think, unless LeBron owns Clutch Sports, I could be wrong on that. So, Bayheim said, LeBron did a nice job helping his client. It's LeBron's client, right? Which, you know, he's mad because he lost his right. recruit. LeBron quote tweeted that on Twitter yesterday and in caps. So does wrote, Jim
1: Bayheim have a Twitter account?
0: No. Oh, he said that during an interview.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay.
0: And someone tweeted that out. Yeah. So, LeBron yesterday on Twitter quote tweeted that and said, Oh, they big mad, bunch of laughing face emojis. Yeah. Which I love because LeBron's stance, as we know, all the stuff he's producing is—he wants to give a big middle finger to the college system as it is,
1: and rightfully so. Yeah, he didn't use it; he didn't need it. Why? Like the again, college basketball, college sports in general—completely, it's just completely fraudulent system. Um, Be a college athlete or don't be a college athlete—it's completely up to you. Have you know? This is great because. Somebody's taking advantage of a situation before they're allowed to go to the G league or whatever to, and he's making more money than he'd make in the G league. Yeah. 200 grand. It's great. Good for him. I'm all for it. I'm all for tearing down the college athletic system.
0: I love it. Yeah. Both college basketball and college football.
1: The thing about college basketball and college football, I care almost none at all about either. Uh, is that the people who do care are going to care no matter what people who watch Kansas basketball aren't watching for the fucking one and dunners People who watch Alabama football don't care that these guys get drafted. They only care about Alabama football. They only care about Kansas basketball. So let them watch guys that are fucking, you know, maybe going to go to the NBA on a free agent, undrafted free agent contract or in the second round or whatever. People who care about college sports don't give a shit. They just care about college. They just care about their college. Well, it's true. So fuck it. Who cares? If the best of the best can just skip it, let them fucking skip it. Yeah, I think it. I honestly, and I know, I'm sure there's Kentucky fans out there or Duke fans out there who are like, nah how dare you!" But like, I, I actually think it takes away from the legacy of those teams when those guys go there for one year and are done. It's like, uh, Kyrie Irving, it wasn't a Duke basketball player. Anthony Davis wasn't a Kentucky basketball player. Like, stop it.
0: Well, I mean. Anthony Davis, won, he won a title.
1: Yeah. It, he, he was the best player. He went to school. The best player. Then got a championship. And then left. It's like, that didn't have anything to do with Kentucky. All it had to do... Like, he didn't go to school there. He probably didn't even... He probably literally wasn't even enrolled, like, the second fucking half of that year.
0: Well, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he dropped out the minute Kentucky won the title.
1: Right. But also, like, oh, I'm gonna... I'll, I'll take... You know, a full slate of classes my first semester, and then the second semester I'll go a little light because it's basketball season, and then I'll just pick, I'll just make sure I get all those credits back in my sophomore year. Like, come on, get the fuck out of here. He never, he never went back. Like, he's not a Kentucky basketball player. No, I agree. Kentucky didn't win that title. Anthony Davis won that title. Syracuse basketball didn't win that title. He also had Carmelo Anthony won that title. Do you know what I mean? But Anthony Anthony Davis' team had. It was just loaded with NBA right. players. Loaded with guys who also never graduated from Kentucky. You're basically saying it's a club team. It's an AAU team. It's not, yeah. It's not even.
0: I think it's collapsing. This this case, Great. This, I followed this Let it burn. somewhat closely. This is just the tip of the iceberg for all this stuff to collapse. And I love what this, this, this Blazley guy did because, yeah, I mean— it only takes one. You know what I'm saying? It, one guy who said, hey, I'd rather take take 200 grand a year than go to college. Then more guys will start doing it. And they should look out for themselves. None of this shit is guaranteed. You're one knee injury away from your career being done. Take that money. Get paid. I'm all for it.
1: All right. NFL, week eight, let's Joe now. Let's rip them. You gained a point last week. I know. Should have gained more. I stupidly changed my fucking – I got to stick to my guns here. The the one I'm really regretting is the Colts, that fucking Colts game. I ended up taking the Bills just because you took the Colts.
0: All right, so I have a nine-point lead heading into week eight. Yeah. Anything is possible. Yeah, watch. Now, do you want me to get the spreads? We normally go Westgate, or do you want me to get the spreads from Black Sports Online? (laughs) They don't list them, do
1: they? No. (laughs) (laughs) the black sports online line would be like buffalo favored by slightly more than one field goal in away game versus steelers you're like what just can you just say minus three and a half Uh,
0: i want to reach out to that guy we need to get him on the show bro who's running your website okay we have a bad game to start off the week which is tonight thursday night football we had a great string of, like, good games. Yeah. Now now we're just—last uh, week's was bad. This week, uh, the Dolphins travel to the Texans. Seven-and-a-half-point favorite, Houston. We should look up—does it matter? I was going to say we should look up if— uh,
1: Brock Osweiler's starting. Or Ryan Tannehill. Pretty sure it's Brock Osweiler.
0: Now, you know I love me some game day prime. Yeah. Prano always makes fun of me when he comes over on Sunday— I love Game Day Prime, but I really want to go. It's
1: basically Black Sports Online post game at this point.
0: But it's no, it's better. Dion, Shannon, Sharp, Daniel Tomlinson, and I think Krista Thompson actually she she fits in with them great too. It's, it's it's my favorite show to watch. They had an interesting debate though last week. Dion and Shannon Sharp were debating. Does it really matter?
1: I don't think it really matters, but
0: they were almost even saying, "Who would you rather have, Brock Osweiler or Ryan Tannehill?"
1: I mean, I'd rather have Tannehill, but I don't think it really matters.
0: With that being said, seven and a half.
1: I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm not going to wait. I'm. I, I was just staring. I was staring you down, trying to get you to make a pick. Seven and a half. I don't know how Bill O'Brien's favored by seven and a half in on any planet, in any sport. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I I don't like the Texans favored by seven and a half in a football game against the Syracuse basketball team.
0: Well, I, for for those reasons, I agree. I, I was thinking in my head, it's just seven and a half's a lot. Are these Texans just scoring points?
1: No. When have they ever? In fact, I may. I don't think that they're going to win, but I might throw a money line bet on the Dolphins at seven and a half. The value and just be oh, the, but the Texans have won four in a row. The Texans haven't beaten fucking anybody. You know, the Texans lost to the Giants this year. The Texans lost. To, the only reason they got killed. Yeah, the only reason the Giants aren't winless is because they beat the Texans. That team should not be favored by seven and a half against anybody.
0: Next up, Sunday night. Or I'm sorry, not Sunday night. Sunday morning,
1: London. London. Cheerio. Blake Bortles returns. What a lovely individual he is. I mean, Blake Bortles has played his four best games in history in London, right? Isn't Blake Bortles like the king of London? I realize that there is a king of London, but... He's good in London. What's the spread on this game?
0: This spread is Philly three-point favorite.
1: Uh, What? Really? Yeah. That's the line? You want to double-check that? Philly's a three-point favorite in London against Jacksonville?
0: He is. Now, who's starting? i got to look this up.
1: What do you mean, who's starting? Oh, Bortles is starting. He's officially starting? Yeah. Yeah. You sure about that? Why? What does it say?
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah. Because he said, the coach said during the press conference, like, oh, it's just to put the team on notice, like, no one is. All right. Jacksonville has played well.
0: You just talked about it. Blake Bortles in particular in the past in London. They're three-point dogs. Are they both three and four at this point? Probably. Right? Yeah, I think so. So, I don't know, man. This is a tough one. However, I'm not feeling Jacksonville this year. I'm going to go Philly.
1: I'm going Philly as well i just trying uh, to let you talk yourself into different shit, but at some point i gonna have to swing for the fences here, make some different calls. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not on the, like, Philly's going to turn around, like, come Thanksgiving, Philly's going to put their pedal to the metal. Like, I'm not on this Philly's going to turn it around train, but I am on Jacksonville's a dumpster fire. Yeah. But also, this is exactly the game. This is a a, a perfect example of the games I'm talking about. Like, I have no... If Jacksonville wins this game thirty-seven-seven, are you like how? No, I, that's like I'm telling you. There's some bad football teams this year, and from week to week, I have literally no idea. So I, I'm gonna go Philly just because I think like Philly's quarterbacks, not Blake Bortles.
0: I'm gonna go Philly because they have an overall better team. But you're right; I wouldn't be surprised in any outcome of this game: an Eagles blowout, a Jags blowout. All right, Denver travels.
1: To I'd be, I'd be. Well, I guess I wouldn't if the, if the Cowboys blew them out. I was gonna say I would be surprised by an Eagles blowout, but I guess not that much.
0: Denver travels to Kansas City. Now, Denver,
1: just, Kansas City. I'll take them. Denver What's the point,
0: Fred? is a ten-point underdog. Yeah, I'm gonna still take Kansas. City. I am gonna take Kansas City as well, bro. You see that arrest? Speaking of Denver,
1: yeah. We talk about the Elway quarterback fucking draft, like Chad Kelly. Chad, right? Yeah.
0: Anybody named Chad? Sorry, Cutter. Yeah. Like, like you get into trouble.
1: Yeah. Oh, Chad's like, when you just see like a bro on the street like fighting cops. Like, relax, Chad. It's a total Chad guy. Yeah. Chad, full Chad. I mean, never go full Chad. I mean, even Ocho Cinco. I mean, Chad Kelly went full Chad. They never go full. You never get drunk and just sit on a neighbor's couch. He broke into their house. Yeah. Did you Did you hear the whole full story?
0: So Von Miller was having a, a party. Yeah. And he basically got kicked out of the party. He got For ki- being too drunk? He was out of control at the player's party.
1: Wow. But
0: I think it was a Halloween party. It took about early. I could be wrong on that.
1: Yeah, no, it was. It's a
0: Halloween party? Yeah, yeah. I believe it was sponsored by Black Sports Online. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he was starting trouble with fellow teammates at the party. And then he wanders into somebody's house
1: and he's cut. Yeah. Dunzo. Bye. No one's picking him up, right? He's he was uh he was always in trouble at Ole Miss. Well he transferred to Ole Miss. Right. He was in he got in trouble somewhere in college. He was at
0: Clemson initially. Yeah. And got in trouble all the time. Fights and shit. Then he then he went JUCO for a minute. You know he's Jim Kelly's nephew, right? Oh, is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. So here's the here's the whole backstory. He's Jim Kelly's nephew. And they say talent wise, like he has it. Yeah. Like he legitimately is good. So he was the last pick in the seventh round in twenty seventeen.
1: He's Mr. Irrelevant? Yeah.
0: And he basically was picked as a favor. Yeah. Because Jim Kelly personally called John Elway and was like, My nephew's gonna stay clean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Who, who is this? <laughs> Jim Kelly, what are we talking about?" Crew <laughs> <laughs> Fucking
0: savage.
1: I mean, come on. It's dirty sports.
0: I know. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh
1: I mean, if we if Big Poppy could be, you know, Dominican Marley Matlin, could do a Jim Kelly impression. So,
0: yeah. So basically it was a favor and I don't know, like, dude, I've
1: kind of been following. It puts my nephew in the draft or it gets the hold again.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, a lot of Denver fans were wanting, even like, you know, I was watching the game. What game was it? Oh, I was watching the Rams game. They were like, you know, that was in Denver. They were cheering. They wanted Kelly going the game. Yeah. I mean, he was close to
1: maybe going. Kelly's yeah, was in. like, the fans want me blow for everybody. What? <laughs> Just listen to Coke. Everybody wants me in. You know who definitely wants me in? The neighbor. I'm going in. I saw her at the game cheering me. I'm going to fucking eat a hot pocket on her couch till she comes home. And then I'm going to put it in there, too. Fuck.
0: Then I'm going to put it in her hot pocket, bro. Yeah. I'm Chad, man. All right, I'm going to go Kansas City as well. All right, Cleveland, you boys. Hugh Jackson, Prano's favorite coach, travels to the Steelers where they are eight-and-a-half-point favorites coming off the bye.
1: Yep. Big spread. Big spread.
0: Big spread.
1: I'm going I'm yeah.
0: going to go Cleveland.
1: Ah, uh, fuck. I was going to go Cleveland too. Uh It's now, just such a big spread. I'm going to go Steelers just because you went Cleveland. Okay. I was going to go I was going to go Cleveland. I think yeah, I agree. It's too big a spread. It's in it's in Cleveland, right? It's
0: in, it's in Pittsburgh.
1: Or sorry, it's in Pittsburgh. That's what I meant. Um Yeah. But uh, the
0: thing about the Browns I gotta is I got to pick up
1: games here. I'm going Steelers.
0: The Browns are in all these games.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. And I think that is a big spread, and I think they played them tough. And uh, no Le'Veon Bell still. And I think the spread's too high. Did you hear that? I, r- I got to pick up a game, though. No, I'm going Steelers.
0: Well, the rumors about the Browns is their offense has been pretty stagnant with Todd Haley. The rumor is that Hugh Jackson's going to get more involved in the offense. Oh, great. So that, mo- that will help your cause. Yeah. All right, the Redskins travel to your Giants. The Giants are a one-point favorite. Really? Yep. At least on
1: Westgate. The Giants are a one-point favorite. Westgate and Caesars, they're a one-point favorite. That's crazy. Um,
0: Actually, in all of them, they are.
1: I'm going to go with... I'm going to go Washington. Fuck, man. Don't force me to go. I mean, Giants, are they going to win a game? It seems unlikely. They just traded everybody. Yeah. Who all they trade? Snacks traded snacks for fifth rounder. They traded Eli Apple for a fourth and a seventh. Which see you later, Eli Apple. You were he wasn't good anyway. He was a disaster. Yeah. Um, And now they're talking about trading. Uh, Probably yeah. Actually, I will take the Giants because you know that would be that would be classic Giants. They're they're trading all their good players. Their season's over. They should just be tanking. So, yeah, they'll probably win. I'll take the Giants. I'm going to regret that. All right.
0: Oh, I like this matchup because you have actually referenced these quarterback switching teams a few times on this show. Seahawks at Lions. Detroit is a three-point favorite. I'm going to take Detroit. I'm going to take Seattle.
1: It's at Lions, right? Yes. Okay. In Russ, we trust. Yeah, I just think uh, Seattle – Detroit's gonna score points. I don't think Seattle's gonna score points.
0: All right, we'll see. Bucks at Bengals. Cincinnati is a four-point favorite. They're coming off back-to-back losses. We all know they got their ass whooped last week. However, Tampa Bay. I just I don't I don't have any trust in them or Jameis Winston at this point. I'm going to go Bengals to cover.
1: I'm going to go Bengals to cover as well.
0: All right. Jets at Bears. Ooh, big spread here. Yeah. Seven and a half home favorite for the Chicago Bears. It's
1: a big spread. I feel like I'm like, uh, I feel like I'm Val Kilmer and Tombstone. Like, I just wait for you. I'm like, (laughs) make you move. Is Khalil I'm, Mack I'm playing? I'm in Huckleberry. <laughs> Is Khalil Mack playing? I don't know. Well, well, well. Andy
0: Ruther. I think this has Sam Darnold disaster game written all over it.
1: Chicago. I'm going with the Jets. Oh. Yeah, too big a spread for me. I think I I do. Here's what I'll say. I think the Jets are not good at football. I think that the Bears are going to compete for a playoff uh spot. I think the Bears could win this game fifty to five, but that spread to me is too big when you consider what the Bears did against the Dolphins a couple weeks ago. So I'm going with the Jets. All
0: right. Ravens
1: at Panthers. Panthers are a two point underdog at home. Yeah, and rightfully so. I am going to take the Ravens. I like the Ravens because of their defense. Yep.
0: All right. Moving along. The after, the later afternoon games. Indy at Oakland. We have to address what's going on in Oakland. Amari Cooper, you gone. I, like, I, w- I will say I like that trade.
1: Well, for a first rounder. A
0: first rounder?
1: It's incredible. Um, the, the only person who liked that trade for the Cowboys was Jason Witten on Monday Night Football. He was like, oh, the Cowboys won that trade. Like, bro, follow Romo's lead, and you're no longer a Cowboy. You are just now a broadcaster, and that's why Romo's great. He, he's maybe overly critical of the Cowboys since he's gone to the booth. The idea that Jason Witten likes giving up a first-rounder, the, the the Cowboys – this didn't make the Cowboys a great team. No. The Cowboys are probably going to miss the playoffs anyway. Well, you know. You're giving up first round draft. And, and by the way, I hate the Khalil Mack deal for the Raiders. Honestly. Sure. They now have three first rounders next year. Three. They have theirs, the Bears, and the Cowboys. Right now they have like the fourth pick, the seventh pick, and the 16th pick, or something like that. Well, there's something to be said for that. And I I did say this. Remember,
0: I wasn't the biggest fan of the Cleo Mack trade either. But three, if they pan out, three good players is enough to completely change a team. Yeah. If they pan out. I was thinking about this last night when I was thinking about that. Let's just look at the Rams in the offseason. Again, they added already all pro players. But the Rams added Peters, Tlaib, Brandon Cooks, Ndamukong Tsu. Now, that's four. But let's remove one of those. You'd agree, right? Adding three of
1: those players— Yeah, but, that, but you're talking about the difference between adding veterans, proven NFL veterans, versus, versus first-round draft picks, which—
0: I get that, but that's my point. If those three guys pan out right. to be good players— I do love this trade, and but I. But you also
1: need you you need cornerstones for your team. That's the thing about like the Giants right now trading away everybody. It's like okay, Eli Apple trash. See ya. uh, you know, go be the third nickel corner for somebody else and be fine at it. Great, um, Snacks, great player, but he was on his contract next year. Okay, would have liked to get more than a fifth rounder for him, but but now they're like, and okay, trade Janoris Jenkins. Fine, like. If that's your next move, great. But people are like, let's see what we can get for Apple. Or let's see what we can get for Landon Collins. Let's see what we can get for Shepard. I'm like, no, no, no. You need guys to add these draft picks to. Or else you're just going. like The idea of going a full rebuild from nothing is like, if you wanted to trade Derek Carr and you wanted to trade Amari Cooper and you wanted to trade whatever. But like, Khalil Mack's is going to be good for the next 10 years. When you rebuild, you could have rebuilt around Khalil Mack.
0: Yeah, well, from the Dallas end, outside of financially, I
1: don't think Amari Cooper is that much of an upgrade of Des Bryant. Oh, he's a significant upgrade over Des, Des Bryant. Des Bryant wasn't good. Des Bryant was the 65th best receiver in football. Here's why I say that if you look at touchdowns,
0: which are very important, Amari Cooper's not scoring touchdowns. He's yeah. just not. Even Even his first two years when he had back-to-back 1,000-yard receiving seasons, he's scoring six, five touchdowns. The thing about Des Bryant was, though, he scored touchdowns.
1: Yeah, but that's it.
0: Now, obviously, Amari's seven years younger, and he's on, I believe, a $750,000 contract this yeah. year. So he's on a, a, a cheap rookie
1: deal. Just not for a first-rounder is the answer. But, yeah, I actually think he's a significant upgrade. See, I don't. I really don't. I don't think Amari
0: Cooper, and Dez has his, had this problem too, drops. But Amari Cooper has – go look at it. If you look no, at it, I know. I know. I just think he's obviously younger. He's cheaper. I get that. But as far as on the field, take away the other stuff, the financial stuff. I really don't think Amari Cooper on the field is that much of an upgrade from Dez Bryant, me but, personally.
1: But, again, you, statistically – I mean, Dez Bryant, his last year, he had like six hundred yards receiving. Like, what? that's like what Amari had last year. Okay, but but the you gotta look at the situation now, right? the The idea that Dez Bryant couldn't have a thousand yard receiving season on the Cowboys when your other options were Cole Beasley and Tavon Austin, or whoever you know, whoever the guys are, the fucking. Uh, you know, Cole Beasley and whoever their third guy is every year um, is kind of ludicrous. Like, he has to be the go to guy. Now, the last few years, Derek Carr loved Crabtree, loved him. Yeah. I'm just saying, you look at the numbers,
0: Amari Cooper had 48 receptions for 680 yards last year. Yeah. And seven touchdowns. Des Bryant last year had sixty-nine receptions, eight hundred and thirty-eight yards, and six touchdowns. I just I just think they're similar, me personally. I I was big on Amari Cooper when he came out.
1: But again, you gotta look at when when you're looking at a receiver, and obviously thing like teams like the Rams are like, oh three guys are gonna have a thousand yards receiving. But not every team is the Rams. When you look at receivers, it's like the talent versus the production. Like Sterling Shepard's a really good receiver. People are talking about trading Sterling Shepard right now. I'm like, don't trade Sterling Shepard. He's very, very good. Now, is he putting up the crazy numbers every week? No. He's the second option behind Odell Beckham. Des Bryant It was the guy in Dallas. But so was Amari Cooper in Oakland. That's but, all I'm saying. But my, but my argument is he wasn't really. Like, look at Crabtree's numbers. You know what I mean? Like, they had the connection.
0: I don't know, man. We can agree to disagree on that. We'll one.
1: see. I mean, I think I think trading a first rounder for a Marty Cooper is ludicrous, but I think I think he'll be fine.
0: Well, who do you like in this game? Oakland is a 3 point dog
1: at home. I'm going to take Oakland.
0: I'm just trying to think about the locker room at this point. Whose locker room? Oakland's. I feel the players all hate John Gruden. He's trading away everybody.
1: Except Derek Carr, who he like, says he refuses to trade. Just the weirdest. But probably will trade him anyway. I'm but,
0: taking Indy. Indy? No. That means they have to win by four. Fuck it. I'll do it. I'll take Indy. Okay. I'll roll the dice. By the way, I was wrong. I know I've said this on the on the show.
1: I thought they went to Oakland next year, didn't you? Yeah. No, but there's uh now they have like the year in between, right? They don't know what they're going to do? That's where I was wrong. Yeah.
0: The stadium doesn't open until 2020. They don't know their
1: lease runs out this year. They don't know where they're playing next year. I think they shouldn't. I think take the year off. Save yourself. By the way, I'm switching my pick to Indianapolis. No, I'm not. I'm taking. I'm taking Oakland.
0: Oh, he's undecided.
1: I'm taking Oakland.
0: So, what are their options, though? Real quick, their options.
1: No, are- I'm taking Indy. I'm taking Indy. I can't pick. The the Raiders are so bad, but they're at home. Like, is is Indianapolis going into Oakland and winning by four? Is there still a baseball field on that shit? Yeah, the season's over. But you know what? I, I am. I'm taking Indianapolis. Okay. Make. Finally, it's my final
0: answer. You're both taking Indy.
1: No, but their options
0: next year, Prano, would be they could play at UNLV Sam Boyd Stadium, which is a 45,000-seat stadium. Great.
1: Do it. That's the answer, right? I think that's the only answer. Or rent in Oakland again? Or what? Play in London the whole year? Imagine Yo Fools in London for a year. I mean they really should. They should just rent a stadium like somewhere that doesn't have football. Like what what the NFL if the NFL was smart, what they would do is be like, let's just test drive Oklahoma City. I was just gonna say that. You know what I mean? Or let's test drive London or let's tra- test drive Mexico City.
0: San Antonio.
1: Yeah. San Antonio. They'll sell out Raiders games oh, right now. The Alamo You're no Dome? Fool. You serious?
0: Yeah. The Alamo Dome will be packed, man. Yeah. All right, so we're both taking Indy. San Francisco travels to Arizona. Wow. There's a game no one's watching. The Cardinals are a point favorite.
1: In Arizona. I'm taking the 49ers. I will take. It's in Arizona, correct? Correct. Yeah. I'm going to take. I got to pick up some games. I'm going to take Arizona. All right. Good game out here in Los Angeles. By the way, the Niners are probably going to smoke them. Like, I feel like that's that's the only way. Either Arizona wins by the, the one that they need and it's a push, or the 49ers win forty to five. I'm going Arizona though. Sad. Sad state of affairs. You over see here my there.
0: Instagram story? Was that was was Larry Fitzgerald on the beach in Venice?
1: I don't know. Was he? I mean, of all the people that's not gonna be like, yo, Larry Fitzgerald, is that you? Why would he have been here though?
0: So I was trying to figure out.
1: How are we doing on time over there, by the way?
0: We're good. We got thirty-seven minutes. Great. I've been paying attention. Yeah, I went for my run, and I like to run now. Up during my run, I'll run up the pier. I've been doing more running, less beach workout, and. Uh,
1: but sl- you run on the beach.
0: No. You run what on the streets? I run like. The beach bike path through the mar- – I love the marina. Like I love seeing what – you know, they're developing stuff. I love running through the water. I go seal, you know, looking for seals. I'm, I'm big on looking for seals now. And uh, but anyway, I was running back.
1: How far do you run? I usually do eight to nine miles. Jeez. Oh, I ran three miles yesterday. I'm so fucking bored. I want to kill myself.
0: Well, it's all about that Spotify mix, man.
1: Yeah. I had a pretty good I had a pretty good playlist going yesterday but still I was ready to kill myself at the end.
0: You know what I added? I added a bunch of fucking dubstep shit. You put on some Skrillex, you get turned.
1: <laughs> you're not into that stuff. I mean, not really. No. Dubstep? No.
0: But like when you're running?
1: I I had a pretty good hip hop mix yesterday. I realized I was listening to a TI song and it was right at my running pace. I was like, "Okay, this this will work."
0: My mix is this is what my running mixes are. It's a mix of a lot, a lot of hip hop, uh, some heavy metal. You know, I'll, I'll do. What, is it consistent? Wake up, then run down to the pier and check it up. it out. <laughs>
1: then, uh, <wake> up. <laughs> you want to do?
0: No, more like Rob Zombie, yeah, Marilyn Manson. Wow, is that heavy metal? It's
1: some white people shit.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But then I'll also have like. Like a Van Halen song might make it in there. You know what so I'm saying? This is on your workout mix? And then dubstep. And then also a lot of a lot of good music soundtrack, like Rocky shit.
1: I think I could go for a run to that, but just into the ocean and kill myself. <laughs> a little dubstep and Rob Zombie. I'm like, I'm going to run in traffic. But I thought I saw Larry Fitzgerald. You, was- I can't believe like all people that you were like, yo, Fitz. It was this ripped dude with his hair. It was about his build. But, I mean, you got to know what Larry Fitzgerald's face looks like.
0: He, he still wasn't exactly close enough. Right. This was my only thought process. I did some research. I'm going to
1: go ahead and say it's probably not him.
0: It was Monday. The only thought is the team, they played Thursday last week. Yeah. Is the team off Monday and he comes yeah. to LA for a couple days? Could have been.
1: I mean to Arizona, right? It's not that far. Easy flight. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Could have been. But I mean, basically at this point what you're saying is you couldn't get close enough to see. So you're just you're you're what your actual question is is a rip is a random rip black dude on Venice Beach with dreads, Larry Fitzgerald. It's a quite a leap. All right, let's see. I
0: mean I saw the picture. I mean, from the side, then go to the next one. From the side, it looks like him.
1: Yeah, I mean, it does. The qu- uh, I mean, my thinking is that unless that chick's six feet tall, that ain't Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, how tall is Larry Fitzgerald?
0: Are they the same height? Here's a good picture of him next to the chick. Yeah, I mean... I guess we'll never know. Did I see Larry Fitzgerald? I'm going with no. And Dennis Beach. I could tweak this stuff out. It kind of looks like him, man. Kind of does, but... Does he have tattoos? That's the telltale sign. This guy had no tattoos.
1: Uh, It doesn't look like Fitzgerald has tattoos. And that was another thing I... He is six foot three. Could be him. I'm going to tweak this out. Why don't you just tweet it at Larry Fitzgerald? I tagged
0: him on Instagram. I was like, yo, is that you? I'm taking pictures of you.
1: Could be him. He doesn't look like he has tattoos.
0: I think it was Larry Fitzgerald. And you're right. I thought that. I was like, oh, Prano would want me to just run up to him. Yo, are you Larry Fitzgerald? Can we take a picture?
1: I would have just yelled, FITS! And just see if he turned. And I'd be like, I definitely just saw Larry Fitzgerald. I've seen people... Dude, you know who I've seen during these, some of these workouts? I
0: saw a few years ago... I saw, you know, who I saw on a bike all the way up to the Palisades, JaVel McGee, which was hilarious. And I'm almost positive I saw Kaepernick a few years ago. You know
1: who I saw the other day? Who? Pretty, pretty good sighting, Affleck.
0: Ben Affleck? Yeah. Where?
1: I saw him. Uh, you know where? You know where Jen and Brian live? Yeah. Right there. I oh. think I think he was going into a rehab center. I think he was going into the recovery center there. In Venice? Yeah.
0: Wait, there's a. We're, by the, is there one? But there's an animal hospital over there. Yeah, right? he was
1: parked in the animal hospital parking lot. Interesting. I think there's like a, de- you know, I think there's like a outpatient rehab spot there.
0: Did you yell your suspect? <laughs>
1: no, I drove. I rode. I was riding my bike, and I rode by him, and I kind of did a double take, and. So I kind of did a double take. And I was like, I think that's Ben Affleck, and then I was actually. I had like my bike ride was over. So I was getting off and I so I jumped off my bike with my back to him and I turned around and he was still looking at me like, yeah,
0: I'm Ben Affleck. Affleck. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it was almost like, does he know or like you do? But like, I think he was maybe going into the recovery thing there. So maybe he was just like, come on, man, please don't take my picture. Yeah. (laughs) Which I would never do. I no, you know. But yeah, he was jacked up too. He was like fucking, he was looking big.
0: Steroid Ben Affleck? Yeah. Like like he did for Superman? De-
1: definitely. Looked I mean like, Batman? Yeah, definitely looked like, he was, he was definitely, he was definitely on the muscle mass, you know, I don't know if he's still doing another Batman or whatever, but. Did you, I don't think he is, but did you
0: see the, do you ever see the clip if you go on YouTube where they, I think they even call it PED or steroid Ben Affleck where he goes on Bill Maher's show? And he's all angry. Yeah, he's so angry, and he's ripped, and he gets into it with uh, Sam Harris. Okay. You know Sam Harris, right? So Sam Harris, you know, is always calm and composed. And, you know, Sam Harris is just a smart intellectual, and he just gets into it with him, basically calling him Islamophobe and all, and he's like... And you can see also Mars, like, defending Sam Harris, and is like, dude, and I think the headline...
1: Who are you? I'm Affleck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Packers come out here. I forgot, guy on couch. I got to text him today, see when he's coming in town, probably uh, tonight or tomorrow. The Packers are nine-and-a-half-point dogs, bro. This is a
1: lot, but at the same time, God, the the Rams, man. But here's what I'm going to say.
0: Packers are coming off a bye.
1: Packers are coming off a bye. I don't think the Packers win this game, but I think the Packers know that they might have to win this game. Like, their season's getting – it's getting late early on the Packers. They still have to play, I think, the Patriots. Um, Obviously, they have the Bears again. Like, th- it's going to be tough for them. Vikings, yeah, Lions. Yeah, Vikings, Lions. I'm going with the Packers to cover.
0: I, I, I think you're right. I agree with all those reasons. Nine and a half's a lot. But I also wouldn't be surprised if the Rams won by two touchdowns.
1: Right. No, of course not. Because the Packers' defense isn't very good. Yeah. Um, Mike McCarthy's a complete boob. Uh,
0: I think Rodgers will be pumped up. I'm sure he spends a lot of time here. Yeah. He probably has a house here. Yeah, I'm sure
1: he does. Uh, it's probably in West Hollywood.
0: Danica Patrick's never stepped foot in it. No. <laughs> All right. We're both going to go with the Packers. Sunday night game. We got a good one. We'll rematch here. The Saints travel to the Vikings. Uh oh, Bree staying in that dome. Vikings are one point favorite.
1: Oh is man,
0: this, is this a revenge game for the Saints?
1: I am gonna take the Saints in this game. I'm gonna take the Saints because, um, I I like I still like this Vikings team. But there's something about this Vikings team that's – they're just not consistent enough. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take the Saints.
0: I'm going to go Minnesota. I think they win and they cover. All right. and your Monday night game, it's going to be a bloodbath. The Patriots travel to Buffalo. They're 14-point favorites. It's
1: yeah, a big gonna take, spread, though. I'm going to take the Pats.
0: I am also going to take the Pats. Zero faith in Derek Anderson or whoever's starting.
1: That's what? That's Monday night? Yeah. Ugh. Why would they put that on Monday night?
0: Because the Bills made the playoffs last year. Nice. They thought it'd be a good game. Did they? <laughs> well, they did. That's your week eight NFL picks.
1: I don't love my picks.
0: Why? Why don't you love them?
1: I uh, just. I feel like I made some rash decisions to go against you. I don't love it, but hopefully it'll work out. I've had, so, I did
0: so. So last week when I said, "Are you a little scared being down so big?" Because there's still this is week eight. There's seventeen weeks in the season. Yeah,
1: but you do. I I mean, you need I, a week where you like pick up three on me. Well, so here's the thing. What's your strategy at this point? My strategy is this. I got burned early in the season. Two back to back five point weeks. I don't know how I did in this, but like. Two back to, uh, uh, you gained my, a point last week. Yeah, but in my pick'em, in my pick-em leagues, I had two back-to-back five-point weeks. In when I went through the early part of the season, where the bad teams, I still have no idea how the bad teams are. As you get, as we get closer and closer to the end of the season, we're gonna, we just have more and more information, and so I think getting picks is going to be a little bit easier. It's going to be less likely for us to have different picks. So I think right now, while we're in the middle of the season, I've got to pick up a game or two here and there. If I can get it down by like to like four by like week twelve, I'll I'll be okay.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say eight weeks eight through twelve are gonna be vital for you.
1: Yeah, I got to I got it. I got to Because get then at down. the end, if you if you're if you're in back, whoever's I got to pick up a game a week. Yeah. Yeah. And just you, just for just for the next couple. I have no. I'm I'm not worried at all about being like two games down in the final week or anything like that. You know.
0: Yeah. That's why you play the game. But I'm
1: glad I went. I'm glad I changed back to indie. That would have been a. I think that was a reckless one. I think that was trying to, trying to do too much.
0: Watch, we'll both be wrong.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: Oakland will come out, beat the shit out of.
1: And now I'm definitely going to fucking lose on the Giants after not picking them last week, and you did pick them last week, and you picked up a point on fucking. Oh my god. Pat Shermer's two point fucking bonanza.
0: I left. They were down. Me and the mayor went to Costco. We're basically dating at this point. And Home Depot. <laughs> and in and out We're full-fledged dating.
1: Then he gave you hickeys.
0: Then he gave me hickeys. Uh, and I and I opened my phone and I saw. I was like, are you kidding me? They back door covered. I was very happy about that. All right, guys. That is the episode. Because we're on a time constraint today. We will get the calls next week, I promise. 310-359-8365. Uh, I shipped out a ton of koozies yesterday. So... Be on the lookout for those koozies here in the next three to five days. I have to send out more. All these Canadian dirt balls. All these Canadian dirt balls. And, and, and you know what? I'm being good. I'm shipping them to Canada. I don't understand your address system, but I'm doing it. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did notice, or I learned, I should say, and I, and I formed Prano, we've never known this. To our dirt balls who are not in America, I had no clue your iTunes and podcasts, all that shit is your own
1: for your own country. Yeah, I didn't know that either.
0: So I learned from a Canadian dirtball. He goes, "I left a review," and I go, "I never saw it." And he said, "Dude, he sent me a screenshot, and then he sent me a screenshot of the number of reviews we have in Canada versus America. There's only like 79 iTunes re- like writing reviews in Canada, and in America we have like 1,500. So my apologies to any dirtball abroad who I've never seen your review or never followed you on Twitter." I can't slide see it. In,
1: slide into the DMs.
0: Yeah. That's why you got to follow us on Twitter. Yeah. At The Dirty Sports. Anyway, Prano, I know you got some stuff you want to push. I
1: do. Uh, first things 1st said it before, but I'm going to say it again. If you're in SoCal, please come to the November 4th show at the Comedy Store. It's for a good cause. Save the waves. If you know me, you know the oceans. Uh, the only reason I'm here. The only reason I am part of this Dirty Sports podcast. I moved out to California to be able to surf more often and uh so come to the november 4th show at the comedy store it's gonna be a great show too it's a white dude bonanza me eddie if lachlan patterson andrew norelli chad goes deep um, monty franklin and it's all for a good cause also bay area folks uh you know i love coming up to the bay area and i'm back the ninth I'm doing the show at the setup in San Francisco. The 10th, I'm doing Lyle Barron's uh, Laugh City show, again, which is in Oakland. Uh, the 11th, back in Santa Cruz at the Crow's Nest. The 12th may be going to the Giants-Niners Monday Night Football game. We'll see if I even want to see that football game Ooh. at this point. And the 13th, I'll be in Marin County at the Throckmorton Theater. So I'm back in the Bay. And then uh, Tahoe, mid-December, all those dates on joeprano.com planning my east coast trip for end of january it looks like so joeprano.com for all my dates and slide into my messages dms at fix your life uh instagram at joeprano let me know uh if you want me to come to your town a lot of people always say like are you gonna come to kc are you gonna come to houston are you gonna come to wherever it's like hey and andy and i say this all the time same thing for a dirty sports combo show like we did in chicago if you can help us do that, if you know anybody, we're, we'll totally come. We want yeah. to travel more, especially as Dirty Sports. So don't just be like, hey, come to fucking so-and-so in St. Louis. I'm like, I don't know the person there, but if you can help out, I can't wait to do it.
0: Yeah. Check all that out. Yeah, guys, it's a, it really is important because people miss stuff. For those of you guys who don't know, Joe, Andy Lazarus, and myself all went live for game one of the World Series, yeah. which we decided after Monday's podcast. Yeah. So my point is, follow us on social media because we're always giving alerts on that. Of course, it's at TheDirtySports, at Fix Your Life, and at Andy AndyRuther. Follow us because you get alerts. Even if you're one of those people like, I don't give a shit about social media, you don't have to tweet or you don't have to Instagram post. Just have that. Accessible that way, you can see if stuff comes up. Yeah, because we are going to do for the record, we're going to do more live broadcasts yeah. for sure. Absolutely, it worked out. We've upgraded some things in the Smut Studio, so we are rocking it. And, and for
1: everybody who messaged me during the live broadcast and said they wanted Prano 2020 stickers, I have. If you sent me your address in Venmo, they'll go out today. If you want a uh, Prano 2020 sticker or any other uh, stuff like that, do the same thing, slide in my Venmo DMs with your address, and I'll ship them out. Perfect. All right,
0: Dirtballs, thank you for listening to the show. Have a great weekend. If you're in San Diego, slide into our DMs. We'll meet up when we tailgate. And most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies.